You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We're talking Mariners baseball today on this Friday, March 25th, with M's reporter, Greg Johns. Greg, thanks very much for the time. And uh, we are heading down the home stretch here at spring training right towards opening day. And uh, the rotation for the Mariners, it seems pretty much set uh, for the top three spots. He's my 14-month-old son is expressing his opinion on that. We'll get to him later. But first, Greg, I want to talk to you about it because uh, the fifth rotation spot uh, seems to be Nathan Carnes versus James Paxton. And I know that neither guy did themselves any favors with their most recent major league outings. Uh, in your eyes, which one of those two has the inside track right now? Boy, let's see. Uh, you know, I thought I thought Carnes kind of had the edge, uh, you know, a few days ago. And I guess it shows you what spring – Spring means uh, he went out and just just had a real bad outing. Uh, you know, really his first real clunker of the spring and, and just a bad time for it. So uh, he was out working in the bullpen today. Some working on some things that uh, they want to get him squared away with. So I think their next start is really going to be key. Uh, Paxton on the mound Sunday and uh, Carnes following him on Monday. Uh, you know, they really are kind of open on those two guys. Uh, they both have minor league options, so you know they have some some uh, some room to maneuver there. Uh, I fully expect. You know, whoever doesn't win that job to go to Tacoma and be, be on call and would probably see him uh, back up here before long the way things work in pitching. But, uh, you know, I, I really do think it's coming down the stretch. Paxton seems like a guy with, with you know, to me, the better upside. Uh, you know, he's a guy that when he's healthy, he's just been dynamite on the mound over the, the couple of years he's been here, but just had trouble staying healthy. And, and Karn's a the guy they, they valued as, as bringing in from Tampa Bay over the offseason that, that they like a lot. And, and kind of the thought was, hey, these things tend to work themselves out. Well, here we are kind of hitting the last home stretch uh, uh, of spring, and, and it's still pretty much up in the air. So, you know, I, I'm really, uh, I think with everybody else, I don't think the Mariners know themselves. I think they're going to sit down here after those two guys pitch again and, and kind of see who they think uh, is their best chance. They've said all along, we want to go with the guy that gives us the best chance to win, uh, and, and uh, we'll see, see how that rolls out. They're going to want to probably go with the hot hand, and, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, definitely. And do you think it surprises Scott Service a little bit that here it is, you know, March 25th, and he could still be days away from determining that fifth uh, spot in the rotation? Or was it expected at the onset of camp that, you know what, this one might go down to the wire? What was kind of their thinking there? Well, I mean, I think their thinking was that, that, that one of those guys would probably emerge a little bit. And it, it, it's interesting because, uh, you know, a lot of times you go in and you, you love to have the depth. You know, I mean, that's a that's a valuable thing. And the question, the fact that you've got two guys battling for that spot is, is, is great. You know I mean? Sometimes attrition just kind of answers those things for you. So I think they're more than happy to have everybody else healthy, throwing well. And, uh, and the, the one thing they would probably would have liked one of those guys to jump out a little better, uh, for that fifth spot. But the fact that everybody else is, is strong above them is, is certainly key as they go into the season. Now, as far as uh, the top three of this rotation, it's going to be, you know, pretty much etched in stone. Of course, St. Felix, Sashi Iwakuma, and then Wade Miley. But I found it interesting that Scott Service wouldn't quite commit to naming Taiwan Walker as that fourth starter. I, I know that he hasn't had a terrific spring by any stretch, but is there any reason to think that he won't be a part of this rotation come opening day and opening week? No, really the only thing Service did was not rule out Walker bumping up to that three spot possibly. So he, he's definitely one of the top four. The question is whether whether they pitched him ahead of Miley or in the three spot or uh, – if he'd go fourth, uh, if he does pitch fourth, he'll he'll open the season at Safeco Field on their home opener. So, be a nice spot for Taiwan. But no question, he's in there. He didn't throw great his last outing either. But uh, that's that's more of a, a factor of, of really he just had trouble getting his breaking stuff over on a 
on a day when the Rockies were sitting on his fastball, and he knows he's got to work on that off-speed stuff. And it's a, at a point he was driven home a little more in that outing. But he's a, he's a, he's definitely one of their four, and and certainly coming off a big year. I, and I think a lot of people looking at him as really a a key breakout kind of guy that could really make a big difference this year if he if he notches that thing up another. Uh, you know, uh, where they expect he could be uh, after a pretty good uh, season last year in his first full year. Yeah, one, one of those sleepers, one of those young guys that could really make an impact here uh, with a full season under his belt. So we'll see what happens. And I know that, uh, Greg, the other day uh, in Japan, it was a, a big deal when uh, Kenta Maeda of the Dodgers went up against Sashi Iwakuma of the M's. Now, adding to that storyline is if that wasn't enough, the fact that, of course, uh, the whole reason Iwakuma returned to the Mariners is because his deal with the Dodgers fell through. They had concerns about his health and about his physical. I know after the game that Iwakuma, uh, as he normally does, kind of took the high road and said, ah, just another game, no big deal. Is it being honest, or was the adrenaline flowing a little bit more considering what happened with the Dodgers earlier this offseason? Yeah, you know, I... I... I'm sure it crossed his mind, but I think the guy has been around a long time and has pitched a lot of games, and he knows what spring training is about. So I don't think uh, Iwakuma got too fired up about a spring training game against the Dodgers, but I, I think that there's more of an overarching factor there that I think he would like to prove people that, hey, I am healthy. I am worthy of, of a, a multi-year deal that, that kind of fell through with the Dodgers. The, the Mariners were certainly glad to have him back in, in uh it's interesting, you know, that's a guy that they know very well and they had no qualms about offering him a, a deal to come back and wanted him you know, as a high priority of theirs over the off season. So they're thrilled that he's back and he's, he's had a good spring. It certainly looks uh, looks strong. And he pencils in there number two behind Felix, which is kind of where he's fit well in the last couple of years. And to me, he's one of the, one of the kind of underrated right-handers in the American League when he's uh, healthy and, and, and strong. And uh, he's a guy that really, really does benefit that uh, that rotation. Yeah, one of the number of guys this offseason, a surprising number of guys that elected to go back to the team that they were with in 2015 because as we're seeing more and more, I mean, yes, money talks, but to have that comfort level with an organization, with the city, with uh, with your teammates, that does go a long way too. And Ibukuma is back where he's comfortable, and the Mariners are certainly comfortable with him. Uh, Greg, shifting now to the bullpen, some discouraging news about lefty setup and Charlie Furbush. Uh, he's not going to be ready for the start of the season, went on the DL back on July 9th of last season, has not taken the mound since. Uh, give us a timetable on his return, if there's any at all, and uh, perhaps the team's options to kind of fill that valuable lefty setup role in the bullpen where he uh, will be vacating, at least for the time being. Yeah, that, that time frame is, is up in the air, although expecting to get an answer shortly as, as we speak here, Matt. He's, he's uh, seen a doctor here and, and, and waiting to get kind of word on, on when he can start throwing again at it's one of those that uh, you know chose not to have. They chose not to have surgery with him last year when he had some uh, some rotator cuff issues, uh, and and it just hasn't quite been uh, right. Not just the, the rotator cuff, kind of had some problems uh, elsewhere in his, in his triceps and things throwing the, the start of camp, and they just really haven't been able to get him up on the mound yet. He he threw a couple live uh, bullpen live batting practice sessions and and uh, thought he was kind of on the right track, and then started to feel some soreness and just really hasn't been able to get back out there. Definitely not going to start the season with him. And the question really now is how soon he does come back. Uh, and that'll be, that'll be key for him. They, they were counting on him pretty big in that uh, lefty setup role. So now looking at, uh, at uh, Vidal Nuno and, and Mike Montgomery, that they've switched over from the rotation to, uh, to kind of help him out in that lefty spot. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, DePoto's a guy that, that, that likes to make moves. You know, we may see some additions in that bullpen down the stretch, but 
here in the week as, as things play out with other teams. But uh, as we stand now, Nuno and Montgomery, the two lefties. And, uh, Greg, as we head down the home stretch here, uh, we've talked a ton of pitching. In terms of the lineup and the offense and the bench, uh, any remaining loose ends that the team is looking to tie up as opening day approaches here? Yeah, the couple of position spots that, that are still really going to be decided here in the last week, the, the backup catcher spot, which has got pretty interesting, and they brought in uh, Rob Brantley, uh, claimed off waivers, and he and Steve Clevenger seem you know, pretty head-to-head. They've liked what they've seen from Brantley, so that's a decision they face. Uh, the backup uh, first base, that they're looking for a guy to compliment Adam Lynn. They're looking for a right-handed bat, and uh, pretty interesting Dae Ho Lee they've brought up from Korea is uh, certainly in the mix. Jesus Montero uh, doesn't hasn't had a great spring, and I think he's kind of on the outside edge there, and but the guy that's opened some eyes, Stefan Romero, who is now a fielder that they've let play first base some and has looked well and hit the heck out of the ball this spring. So he and uh, Lee seem to be kind of neck and neck, and they'll have to make a decision there. I think may come down uh, well to the fact that Romero has a minor league option where Lee uh, has an opt-out in his contract. They're going to have to make a decision on him. So see how that plays out. Uh, uh, utility infield, uh, they seem to really like Luis Sardinius there. Uh, kind of battling with Chris Taylor, uh, returning uh, shortstop, and, uh, and Sean O'Malley, another candidate there. But I think they really like Sardinius in that spot. So those are kind of the, the fringe spots that are still playing out here in the last week. It's going to be a very important week uh, as we head down the home stretch. Opening day is right around the corner. Greg, we appreciate the knowledge on this Friday. Have yourself a great weekend, and we'll do it again next week. Uh, this is Matt Waymire signing off for MLB.com Extras, Seattle Mariners. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.